Hello listeners, another week, another edition of Off The Mat. This week we're again tackling Group 1 racing. We've got the Tancred Stakes and a really deep edition of the Vinery Stud Stakes with a really good crop of fillies going around at the moment. Lee Dalton, uh, he's here to take us through the speed maps and hopefully give the punters a little bit of an edge ahead of the weekend. Afternoon, Brad. Yeah, hopefully we can. It's a uh, terrific edition of the Vinery. I found that race really intriguing. Uh, the Tancred, it's solid. Uh, most of these races look like they have a, quite a bit of depth to them, so it'll be good to try and dissect them. Let's kick off in the Tullock Stakes. Madison County is the early favourite. No surprises you've mapped this horse to be out the back. Maybe some surprise to some that it's a very slow early speed. I struggle to find much speed here. Uh, look, if Sharman didn't have the blinkers taken off, I probably could have said that it might bowl along a little bit quicker, but with the blinkers off, it tells me they might try and just control the tempo. Uh, the only other horse I could really find to go forward was first class Dreamer, the Victorian, and it's stepping up in distance. I assume Jamie Carr will be positive on it, but I don't see them going very quick in this tallic at all, which Madison County from the draw, very little option but to go all the way back here, I'd imagine. All right. I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. A bit of a task for him, but probably got the turn class of foot. Class edge by a fair way. Yeah, yep. yep. All right, the Emancipation. Uh, you've got a Lise, a very similar profile to uh, Madison County, the classiest horse in the field. However, a few obstacles here. It's going to be last. Generally, that's her pattern. Uh, the wide draw nails that down. But what's going to be happening up in front? Up front, I initially thought that Kira Ma's horse, Nantali, would go forward from that wide gate and sit outside of Daisy Doom. Yeah. Uh, Nantali comes out. It now leaves Daisy Doom to control it with Dyslexic. Early on I had dyslexic leading this race and I went back and I had a look at Daisy Doom and she's been able to test White Moss in the early stages in the Millie Fox. So White Moss would lead these on her ear. So I have to say Daisy Doom rolls across and leads from dyslexic. Sedanza, they'll attempt to be closer here, uh, stepping up in distance, but probably until she gets to 2,000 metres, I can't stamp her as an on-pacer just yet. Oregon's Day uses a good draw to be thereabouts. Uh, Elise, we touched on, just goes back and lets it all unfold. Yeah, I imagine a horse like Dyslexic's best advantage would be to try and get a head start on Elise. That's going to be the best chance, uh, and probably Daisy Doom as well. Elise does have the 59 kilos as a tiny bit against there, but, um, well, you've only got to look at her record. It's impeccable, so yep. entitled to have it. Three-time Group 1 winner. The Star Kingdom, now, unlike the races we've spoken about earlier, they're going to really rip along here. Uh, you've got Estajab, Fiery Heights, uh, the Kiwi there, Charge coming across. Yep. Where do you think they'll settle? Fiery Heights will lead. Uh, getting to 1,200 metres will, will definitely be leading this. I armed an ard with Estajab, and I, I thought maybe last time they tried to sit back off that hot tempo a little bit too much. I went back and I watched the slipper again, and uh, I watched the first up run at Warwick Farm, and I said... There's one way to ride Esther Jarvin, that's bang, get it up there and yep. um, track the speed. So I think Esther Jarvin will get across outside of Fiery Heights. Um, the Kiwi's got plenty of speed. Uh, uh, Drossian definitely has pace, but I think Abdullah will be pretty intent on crossing over on Esther Jarvin. Charge as a go-forward horse. Manuel comes back in distance, uh, was up around the mile. But first up in the Australia Stakes did show sufficient speed to race on pace there. I just don't think this is this is a very different race and therefore they'll have to be running 5th, 6th on Manuel today. Yeah, the wet track is against Trekking, but he looks to map to get a lovely cosy run on the fence there. Map's perfect. Uh, got back to the second half of the field first up. 
1200 metres, Barrier 1 will be in a stalking position for sure, along with Music Magnate, who also got back in that first up run at a shorter trip, but I think here from a good draw will settle forward of midfield for sure. Yeah, there's been a good spec around for Brave Song, you've got it out the back there. Suited by the tempo, just yeah. go back and um, also handles all going, probably more effective if it keeps improving, but yeah, yeah the race does shape up really nicely for Brave Song. On to the Group 1s. Uh, the first of those is the Vinery Stud Stakes. Graceful glamour. Uh, there's been a bit of a, or well not a change of tactics as such, but certainly an announcement that they're going to press on and, and try and lead this field. Yes, the trainer came and saw Racing New South Wales Stewards on Wednesday and said the intention will be to ride for the lead. It's a race where something with intent to lead is probably going to lead because we don't have any dead set stamped leaders in the race. We saw Graceful Glamour run really well in a uh, VRC Oaks back in the spring when leading and the horse that I think will test Graceful Glamour in the lead is um, the horse that beat uh, Graceful Glamour in the Oaks, the Matthew Ellerton trained Arista. So they're the two go forward horses here. Seabrook was a uh, change to be ridden closer last start and ran well sitting up on the pace. Blink has come off now, wide draw, but I think they still have to be positive. Yeah, and um, where does it, or how does it look to unfold for, for Very Elegant? Very Elegant, I think they'll try and just let her switch off midfield, smother her up, hope that she switches off. Raced a fraction closer than I thought first up. I think mm. here they'll be a little bit more conservative, just in the back of the mind if she fires up at 2,000 metres it's going to be detrimental so I'm saying midfield doing no work hope she switches off Do you see that Graceful Glamour not only leading but rolling along at a relatively good clip because the last thing I feel like Very Elegant wants is them to back off and her to start getting keen I think it'll be genuine because you look at uh, Aristia she's an Oaks winner um, so the two of those are both going to want to make it a genuinely ran 2,000 metres. I'm not saying it'll be a fast tempo, but there'll be no backing off. If you look to back back on um, Graceful Glamour, well, no doubt a couple are going to push forward and ensure that they keep rolling along. Yeah, you've got Nikita Jane just in front, a very elegant Pahutakawa. Pahutakawa, uh, yeah, too. tricky spot, but uh, that was such an impressive win at Kembla. There was a fair bit against there and just treated them with contempt. The Tancred Stakes, slow early speed. You've got this race marked. Uh, I guess the interesting runner here for a lot of punters is how we map the Kiwi Rondonella. Yes, I've watched a few of Rondonella's replays and uh, has good gate speed. I've sort of gone half a dozen, one six the other here and said off pace. So I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's a pair closer than what I've mapped. We also don't know what Ace High will do. Obviously, a change of tactics last start, um, which was anticipated on off the map, uh, to go forward. Do they go forward again? If they don't go forward, the OSL spot's there for the Kiwi to take up outside uh, Mike Moroni's horse finger masquerade. (laughs) Close enough. Close enough, good (laughs) enough. But it's it's your dead set leader. Ventura Storm's a go-forward horse. I've mapped the David Hayes Montahara uh, a lot closer here. Uh, I went back and I had a look at the Ebor and began really well from gate 20 on that occasion and scouted very wide on the track and was up there with the leading bunch and then sort of took a sit in an off-pace position. We've never seen uh, the Gelding draw a gate here in Australia, so now drawing barrier 1 into 2400, I'm expecting to be a lot closer into the run. And we have to touch on Avilius, the shortest price favourite of the day. How does this look for him? Look, the slow tempo is not ideal. Mm. Uh, I don't think you want to take Avilius out of his comfort zone and try and be any closer than what his stamped pattern is, but 
in a race like this, should have four or five behind him. Uh, Big Duke, Red Cardinal, drawn wide. Natoya's hand will be forced to go back. Yogi's a get-back type. So I think Avilius will definitely have four or five behind him, but you're not going to take him out of his usual pattern here due to the slow tempo. No, I guess if they bunch up, he's the one with the, the turn of foot. It yeah. might even be up to one of these to really drag that speed out of him, potentially, as, yeah. a, as a tactic. It could be. That might be what they're thinking. So... Uh, yeah, with the slow tempo, every time you map a race with a slow tempo, every jockey and trainer is thinking the same thing, and all of a sudden you end up with a genuine tempo or even fast in a lot of cases. Uh, the last touch point is the Doncaster Prelude. Uh, you've got this as a relatively average speed. Now, don't give a damn you've got sitting outside of the leader mask of time. However, Danny Williams has said that if the track is heavy, uh, he won't be running. OK, well, that takes even more of the spice out of the race and will leave mask of time as the absolute only leader. Uh, Two runs back this preparation, 1500 Rose Hill led. No changes here today. Uh, there's your leader. Tom Melbourne's the one here that I believe we'll hear from the stewards as a change of tactics. Uh, drawn Barrier 3 began awkwardly in the Blarney Stakes last start in Melbourne from Barrier 12. This race is a completely different race shape and take out don't give a damn. Tom Melbourne could be sitting up running second here without much effort. Yeah, it's not a bad looking race it for Tommy. Very, very nice for Tommy. Uh, I'm sure the punters will be very forgiving and <laughs> be charging back into him. No doubt. What a way to end the show. Alright guys, <laughs> hopefully you got a little something out of that. We'll be back again next week looking at the championships. Day one. Day one of the Can't championships. Wait. So thanks again Lee. Thank you Brad.